You're listening to the Good Girls Get Rich podcast, episode 229. Welcome to the Good Girls Get Rich podcast with your host, Karen Yankovich. This is where we embrace how good you are, girl. Stop being the best kept secret in town. Learn how to use simple LinkedIn and social media strategies and make the big bucks. Hello, I'm your host, Karen Yankovich, and this show is one, even when I re-listen to it to do this, right, to record this intro and, and all the other things we do when we're getting ready to launch the show itself, it reminded me of how much I love Brielle Cotterman and the work that she does. It's so aligned with everything we do here and she's linked up. So I really enjoyed this interview and I know you're going to hear a lot of what you hear me say a lot, but you're going to hear it from another point of view and so many great tips on how you can be using PR to help you build the credibility, the business and the visibility and the brand of you that you deserve to have. So I hope you love Brielle as much as I do. All of her information is in the show notes. So make sure that you're taking a screenshot of this as you're listening, if you hear anything good and share it on your social and tag me and tag Brielle and we'll all get some more visibility that way. All right, here we go. Meet Brielle Cotterman. I am here today with Brielle Cotterman, and Brielle is a TEDx speaker, contributor at Entrepreneur, activist against domestic violence, publicity expert, and celebrity maker. She spent the last decade helping clients to craft and scale dream careers to seven figures and beyond by leveraging their personal stories and passions in order to create speaking tours, author award-winning books, procure media placements, and inspire the millions of people that need to hear their story. She's a survivor of attempted murder and domestic violence and an advocate for a world where intimate partner abuse is not tolerated and survivors are met with empathy. Her clients are regularly featured in Entrepreneur, Forbes, Fast Company, Martha Stewart Living, Cosmopolitan, NBC, CBS, and many more. She's a graduate of Indiana University in Bloomington, a world's grand champion equestrian, former national spokesperson for multiple charitable organizations, former title holder and director within the Miss America organization, member of the Public Relations Society of America, member of the Association of Image Consultants International, 2019 Epic Award nominee from the National Association of Women Business Owners. Brielle's been married for just over three years to the love of her life and owns and operates a show horse breeding farm where she lives with her husband, three children, and many, many animals. Brielle, what a bio, what a long list of things. You would read this and think that you're like 87 years old, but you're not. So what a lot <laughs> you've done. Years in, old sometimes. <laughs> what a lot you've done in your short time here on That's Earth. right. I've lived a lot of life, Karen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. I, I kind of almost don't even know where to start, but I, but you know, I guess where I, where we should start is what brings Brielle together and what brings her to the show, obviously, is if, you know, if you've listened to the show before, you know how important I think publicity and PR is to our credibility, to our personal brands. And it's a big part. And it's something that I infuse into all the work we do in our She's Linked Up programs, because I just think that it's something that it's so easy to overlook. And we think it's just for the Oprah's of the world. And it's not which is why I wanted to bring Brielle to the show. So, so tell us a little bit about like what part of this journey brought you to helping other people build their celebrity brands. Yes. Okay. So basically I have done so many things and it's really that unique combination of experience and uh, skills that have given me the opportunity to do what I do, Karen. And you know, it's, I get so much more joy from 
finding, curating, creating really amazing positioning and opportunities for my clients than I do for myself. And that's really what it's all about. You know, I, I, I spent a lot of years in very high level sales and marketing before I went into the PR world. And what I recognized when I went in there is the reason why people traditionally will get upset with their PR firm is they have this vision. They have unexpressed or unrealized expectations of what goes along with publicity. They want the growth in their audience. They want increased sales. They want all of these things that happen beyond the actual feature. And so a traditional PR firm, their responsibility is the feature, right? You know, they pitch you for opportunities and then you get to show up in a magazine or on a podcast or on television. And it's really phenomenal, but it can be even more phenomenal if there's strategy behind that. And so that's what I clearly saw having that background in sales and marketing in order to create those results, there has to be a strategy to actually make that happen. Now that is not the responsibility of a traditional PR firm. So that's why our organization looks more like a hybrid. We're sales and marketing, we're personal branding, and we're PR and professional speakers representation. So we help our clients to be fully prepared through media training. We get them the amazing opportunities after we've ensured that their foundation for celebrity is intact and really strong. And then we teach them how to leverage it. So it's really a combination of, you know, sales and marketing background. When I came into the PR world, seeing a need for what it is that we do. And then really it, that's what brought me to this place of creating the organization that we have And story is really what sets my soul on fire and is the reason why I do what I do every single day, whether it's my story or your story or any number of people giving them the opportunity to make the impact that they deserve to make in the world. Oh my gosh. Such, that's so good. So you talked a little bit about the celebrity foundation, like seeing if they have a celebrity foundation. Is that how you described it? Foundation Um, of celebrity. Uh Foundation of celebrity. What does that mean? Tell us a little bit about what a foundation of celebrity Yeah. So think about it like having... A pressworthy personal brand. That's one of our trademarked terminologies. You know, when we are thinking of a foundation of celebrity, and celebrity means different things to different people. But when I say that, I mean thought leader, influencer, subject matter expert, credible Mm -hmm. authority in that space. And what that really means is when I pitch, when our organization pitches clients, the editors, the journalists, the producers, they're going to check out your social media. They're right. going to look at your website. They might even hop on your email list. And what that should look like is a lens of consistency. So the words that we are saying about you, the things that they he- they see and hear you saying, they have to get the same feeling when they interact with you through checking out your website, looking at your social media. And if there's disparity there, if they see something that's totally out of left field, or if things are not curated and delivered in a way that represent quality and integrity in business, then chances are they're probably not going to say yes. Got it. Got it. And those are the things we we could and should be doing, right? And you know, it's so easy. It's funny that you're saying that, Brie. Uh, because when I look at my own stuff, I always, I'm always looking at it like, oh my gosh, like who on the planet is anybody here listening that's not, doesn't look at their website and say, oh my gosh, I need to update this page. Like, yeah. it's like, it's, there's, these are things that are never done. Right. And the longer you're in business, the more out of alignment they can get. Right. Because you may say, all right, I'm moving towards this. So I'm going to update my LinkedIn profile. So it speaks to the right people, but then you never really did the same thing for your, 
website. And now things are starting to get out of alignment. So it's, it's not unusual for that to happen. It's just a matter of, are we paying attention to it? And are we addressing it? You are exactly right. And here's the thing. And this is what I always tell people, your brand identity, your the, the brand of your business, of your organization, your advocacy, whatever it might be, that is not one and the same as your own personal brand. So while your personal brand intersects the mission, vision, and values of your organization, they're not necessarily exactly the same. And the last thing that anybody wants is to get so sucked into that identity of their organization that they themselves don't really have a position as an expert or as an authority because they're just a part of this organization. And it does happen a lot. You know, we do shift, we do evolve and taking the time to really thoughtfully curate, you know, we all have a personal brand, whether we recognize it or not. The difference is when it's curated, we're participating in that conversation. When it's not curated, we're allowing others to draw their own conclusions. So cool. So, you know, when I talk about PR, as far as our program is concerned, I say that I help people with with LinkedIn and PR strategy. I am not talking about PR strategy the way you talk about it. For me, it's coming down to just the relationships, right? A lot of people, when they're just starting in business, or even you know, many of the women that we work with are um, maybe they're in corporate and they're leaving corporate to to open that consulting business. So they're they're building quarter million dollar, half million dollar, moving on their way to maybe their maybe a seven figure business. And they're not, what I want them to do is just understand that they have the ability to start to build some of these relationships themselves, right? At some, at what point do you like to step in and say, how about if we help you with this? Because I do think that there's, you know, if you're looking at things like who are your local journalists, are you connecting with them? Are you, you know, do you know who writes about what you're expert in for your local business newspapers and things like that? Are you connecting Mm -hmm. with them on LinkedIn? Are you building those relationships? At what point do you think it's time for people to start thinking, okay, I really want to get some help with this now. It's time to step this up. Where, where does that, where's that, what's that Delta? So, you know, I think you can look at it through so many different lenses, like what stage of business, you know, all of those things. We really recommend, like you mentioned, like locally, we recommend that everyone, no matter who you are, that you or what level in your career have that blend of local and regional niche specific and thought leader. I mean, we want everybody to be having all of those because that's that really beautiful blend that creates the magic and touches all of the people that need to hear your message and gives you really incredible, like marketing tools on steroids, basically. But the place where we really step in is when we are having, when we're talking with business owners, advocates, speakers, authors, you know, whomever it might be, that they're in a place where they want to pursue publicity or they know that they need to pursue publicity and they don't necessarily have the time to devote to it as a full-time job because it is a full-time job. And guess what? If you are, you're never going to get the publicity that you deserve if your business is not busy enough to keep you busy in your business. If you know, so if you have the time to devote to being your own (laughs) full-time PR rep, you're right. probably not going to get the features that you want because your business isn't keeping you so busy. Right. <laughs> got it. Got it. Oh, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. I love that. I love that. So, you know, earlier you said something about, you know, people have high expectations for their publicity firms, right? Like they they get this 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 feature and then they think they're going to get all this business. Tell me what your point of view is on that. So that is really why we've created something that looks very, very different. So from start to finish, we help our clients to strategize how do we use a PR opportunity as a marketing tool? 
Because when you think about it, every single talk that you ever give on any stage, every book that people publish as a subject matter expert, every media feature should be used as a funnel. And that's what we really do with every single one of our clients. Because of course, we all have expectations of things that we want and desire as a result of pursuing media. This is not just for ego. You know, we are entrepreneurs and professionals. We really want to up our credibility. And in order to leverage that, you have to have that strategy behind it. So how do you use every single media opportunity as a marketing tool? And then how do you basically position it as a funnel? So creating that opportunity and our vision is we always want to give people a very easy journey to take a step closer to you. So important. I hope you all paid attention to that because so many people think, well, I've got featured in, you know, Entrepreneur Magazine. I'm going to get a thousand new leads. I better prep my website for that. It yeah. doesn't happen that way. But it what it does do is it gives you the credibility. You know, I was at, featured recently in something locally, but it was a pretty big deal. They wrote this whole two page spread on me. It was beautiful. And what I did was I created a special URL for anybody that wanted more information from that, you know, from that spread. One person actually subscribed under that link. One person, you know what I mean? Like, and I, and I'm so glad I did that because I wanted to know. So I'm not saying this to discourage you from getting the publicity. Cause let me tell you something, flashing that two page, two page spread brings me a ton of credibility, right? It's gotten me a ton of business. So it's not like they saw, and there definitely are times like there's a, you know, I'm thinking of a client right now that hired us for, you know, a pretty nice private engagement. And when he hired us, I was like, well, you know, he's like, I don't know. I read about Karen in a magazine somewhere. Right. So it does happen, but that I like to consider that gravy. Like, let's make that gravy. Let's have an intentional plan. Like you, like you just said, let's have an intentional plan for every piece and let's make it gravy when people reach out to you from those, those media opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. That doesn't mean that, you know, we totally replaced the sales marketing strategy with PR, but what it does mean is it is a huge shot in the arm for a really well-executed sales marketing plan. You know, we have clients all the time who go on podcasts and do specific things. And one of the things that you mentioned, you know, being an entrepreneur, it's great. You know, everybody wants to be in Forbes and entrepreneur and, and we get Forbes and entrepreneur and Inc and business insider and, you know, all of those things all the time. But what I always tell clients is remember when we get you that niche specific podcast interview where you are sitting in front of 2,500 devoted listeners that are very finely tuned to your niche, you're probably going to need to see a much larger increase in your traffic from that platform than you are from the Entrepreneur Forbes Inc. Business Insider. And that doesn't mean that we don't want those because the top tier opportunities are more used for the credibility piece. And there are a lot of decision makers, and I'm one of them, I am a super busy person. If I'm going to be making a decision whether or not I'm going to be working with a service provider or an expert in some capacity, if I see that they have been featured in you know a multitude of platforms that I trust, that's really all I need to know. Because I know that there are lists 10 miles long of people standing in line for those sorts of opportunities. And that is a huge endorsement for me. And it's a really easy decision maker. With media opportunities and publicity opportunities, you know, we have clients where we craft a strategy for them and they speak on a stage and they walk away, you know, having been paid for the opportunity and then having and booking an additional 400K in business. So every single opportunity that is in the PR world has to have a strategy behind it 
or otherwise, you know, there's very little chance that it's going to materialize into anything. The chance of a well-executed post-publicity strategy turning into something, I mean, we have clients who on average see an uptick of 25% in their book sales calls. If you are as inspired as I am having this conversation with Brielle to really find out what it looks like to start to get some publicity for you, for your brand, then let's chat. Our She's Linked Up program is infused with publicity. Part of the strategy that we teach around LinkedIn is not just building connections with the kinds of people that can hand you their credit card, right? Because who wants those calls? Nobody wants that conversation that says, here's who I am, give me your credit card, right? The conversations and the relationships that we teach are so much more subtle and so much more powerful. We teach you exactly how to build relationships with the kinds of journalists that can bring you the kinds of opportunity that you're hearing about here today. It all starts with the phone call. Grab a spot on our calendar at karenyankovich.com slash call. We'll talk. We'll chat. We'll see if it's a fit or not. If it is, we'll get you details. Either way, these calls are really, really valuable. My team and I love getting to know you, and I would love to see your name on our calendar. KarenYankovich.com slash call gets you there. And, you know, I think that's really aligned with what I'm seeing in marketing right now. You know, marketing is more intimate now. You know, what worked five years ago isn't working anymore, at least not as well as it used to work. People want to know, you know, we've had a serious uptick of people enrolling in our products and services from my podcast. Now they've always enrolled from my podcast, but not at the percentages that they're enrolling now. But yeah. what's happening is people are there. They feel like they know me. They're getting to know me more. Sure. It's a more personalized approach. Right. And so if I'm looking to market me or my program, what I'm going to do is, okay, well, if I think if my podcast is going, is bringing me business, how do I reach more pot people that listen to podcasts. Well, I can be interviewed on other people's podcasts, right. And bring in somebody like Brielle to help me do that. So, because then if, you know, I mean, I could do things like TikTok videos, right. But I don't know if those are the same audiences, but I do know that this is the same audience and that, and it is, it is, it's that more intimate audience, right. They know a little bit more about me. That's why video is just so it's been hot, but it just keeps getting hotter and hotter because, we want to, we want to know, like if there's, there was somebody recently that I was really surprised, didn't have a video, didn't have a podcast. And I knew of the person, but when I like went to see what they've been up to lately, I couldn't find anything. And I was like, what the heck, how are these people still getting business? You know, because it's, it's surprising to me when I don't see that. Right. And I'm, and I knew this person, so it didn't really dissuade me. But at the same time, if I didn't know this person, I wouldn't have taken that next step at all. Right. Right. And, you know, I think that's one of the trends that we can see throughout, you know, really forever, but throughout the rest of 2023 is definitely that we're going to see more and more video. We're going to see quicker, shorter videos. We're going to see quicker, shorter TED Talks. We're going to see quicker, shorter podcasts. People are busy. So they want story. They want to create intimate connection. Like you mentioned, they want inspiration. And, you know, that's really our vision and our goal when we are working with our clients on their messaging, on their delivery, on that profitable storytelling format, on their pressworthy personal brand. What are the stories that you're sharing and how are you telling them? Are you telling them in a way that creates connection and inspires action? Because most people do not tell stories 
properly. And there is a format, there is a structure, there are multiple formats and structures, but there is a way that our brains are created to interpret story. So what better way to be top of mind, not like the person that you mentioned that you couldn't find, but to stay top of mind, to always have consistency, to have that lens of consistency and be shown up in a way that you're sharing meaningful stories, creating connection with your audience, allowing them to see your heart, who you are, what you stand for, to fall in love with you and to be inspired to take action. That's the piece that people forget. Yes, you can do all of these things, but if you're not telling a story that inspires action, there is no way anyone is ever going to click through on one of your media pieces. There is no way anyone's ever going to sign up or opt in because if you are not telling a story that inspires action, why would they? Right. Right. So good, Brielle. So good. So what are some of the strategies that you see are working now in your world? Is there anything new that's happening in the PR publicity and media world that maybe we weren't doing a couple of years ago? Well, I think just, you know, kind of like we just mentioned, like video continues to climb. I do love, I mean, I, I love being in studio, filming in studio, but I do love that Post-COVID, you know, we do have the opportunity for the majority of our clients to film television segments virtually. That gives us a really great opportunity, you know, where previously clients who are on the West Coast would have to fly to the East Coast and vice versa. And our international clients would have to fly into the States or States, you know, to fly internationally for television interviews. So we do have that opportunity now. Of course, that means your Zoom setup better look freaking incredible. You better know how to do your makeup and show up in a way that's really going to represent who you are and what you stand for on the camera, on your Zoom camera. And, you know, that, that, but I think it is nice. It is a luxury now that we can book those sorts of appearances from anywhere in the world. And I love that. I think it's going to continue. The other thing that I, I love seeing, not that it's anything brand new, but we are, we have come back to so many in-person speaking opportunities, so many in-person networking and mix and mingle and, you know, just really getting the chance to shake hands and be present and see and experience people. And that means for our clients, you know, when it comes to the media training piece, that we have to be really finely tuned, whether we're communicating through a screen or in person. But it gives you the opportunity to create that genuine connection again. So, and like I said, I think you're going to just continue to see quicker, shorter, faster videos, television shows, podcasts. You know, my TEDx talk is right under 14 minutes, but now I just submitted a client for one yesterday. And that particular TEDx said they're really pushing their speakers to stay in the nine to 12 minute mark. Okay. Okay. It makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. So you guys started doing more, you know, representing speakers. Is there anything else on your, on the horizon for your company in the next few months, years? Yeah. So we do, we do, you know, we have our full service PR firm. And then of course we craft all the strategy pre and post publicity, making sure that foundation of celebrity is in place and teaching our clients Um, really plugging in how to leverage those media opportunities and turn them into opportunity for impacting your bottom line. And then we now offer speakers representation. That's never been a freestanding offer before. We've always represented our existing clients, but we are now offering professional speakers representation as a standalone. We have our celebrity incubator, which is on its, I think, seventh year. It's an incredible program, full service media training. It is a standalone offer. 
but we do sell it to every single one, every single one of our one-on-one clients, we gift it to them. So it's Mm -hmm. media training. And that really consistently evolves based on what's going on in the world, how interviews are looking, you know, and what are the things that we really need to be focusing on. So that piece continues to evolve. And my guess is, Karen, that we will continue to grow and evolve. We do offer in-person events, which are super fun where we deliver media training. We also have really amazing opportunities twice a year where we put all of our clients on the stage and we fully cast the audience so that we create really phenomenal speaker reels. And it just gives our clients the confidence that they have something that is professionally crafted and created. And they're going to be taken seriously when they're pursuing any sort of speaking. It's great, you know, for B-roll, for pitching televisions, television shows and everything. Awesome. Awesome. So how can people learn more about you and the services you do and the, and what's going on in the world of Brielle Cotterman? Yeah. So everything is my name. So it's Brielle, it's B-R-I-E-L-L-E and it's Cotterman, C-O-T-T-E-R-M-A-N. That's me on Insta. That's me on Facebook. And then of course, my website is BrielleCotterman.com. We've got a couple of really awesome resources there and a lot of videos and content about who we are and what we do and what we stand for. Yeah. I think this is the year we need to be doing this. Like if you haven't done it yet, today is the day to start doing this. You know, if you haven't started really focusing on what you're, you know, how you're showing up, what kind of media you're getting and what's happening, people throw your name in a Google search to find out about you. If you're not paying attention to that, now is the time. And and you know what else I I believe when, when we did, when we were doing 2023 business planning, I don't plan around things like, like I'm not a business coach, which is like, okay, you charge a hundred dollars. So $8 is prop, you know, prop, like I don't do any of that stuff that not that that's not important. It is important, but it's not what I do. Right. What we did, what I did was said, okay, how many of these big fat juicy ass packages do you want to sell that are $20,000 each or whatever? And what, where do you need to show up to get there? And I, I believe that when you have a media plan, when you're interviewed on a certain, like when you have a decision, I'm going to be interviewed on a podcast a month, a week, two week, whatever you want. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have two media hits every month, big, small, maybe just niche in your industry, whatever. When you have a commitment to that and that happens, you you make sure that that's happening on a regular basis. You're making success inevitable on the other side. You're right. Yeah. No, I agree with you completely. We we do so many other things. We do things like I got to post, I've got to get my emails out and yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do all that. But we are borrowing other people's credibility when we have this media plan. And in this world where intimate marketing is more important. So like for me, for our students, we're like, okay, if you want to be interviewed on this many podcasts or have this much, have this many media hits every year, what are you, who are you, who are you connecting with now on LinkedIn now? Who are you building relationships with? How do you make that happen? Because I know it's the people in their life that lead to the bigger opportunities, not the post on Instagram, you know, 100%. So, right. So I, if you're, if you have been putting this on the back burner, Today's the day to do this. You should have a a plan for what you want to look like, how you want to show up in the media as an expert, as an influencer. And this is, honestly, I almost think that it's even more important the earlier you are in your business because that credibility is more important because you haven't had time yet to even build in the, build up the testimonials, right? Agreed. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think there's so many brilliant things that you said there, but like I share all the time with my clients and just with the world that this is our modern day version of third party endorsements, you know, that we want that, like, basically, you know, when I was first started in business or when I was growing up, 
like you said, I, I feel like I'm 87 years old for my bio, but many, <laughs> many years ago, when I wanted to buy a necklace or if I wanted to buy a sweater or something, I would call my sister or my friend and ask for a recommendation or who am I going to use as a realtor or what's the best doctor. And while we still do that, we are such a, an interconnected society and culture now through the internet that when you are featured in Forbes, for instance, when you are featured in Entrepreneur, that is a third-party endorsement. You don't have to tell the world how brilliant you are. Entrepreneur is already doing that for you. So it brings that intimacy of an endorsement that people trust, the people who trust that media source. That's like that media source saying, I choose Karen. She is amazing. If you need help when it comes to LinkedIn, she's your girl. And that's really what we want to create through our media presence. And that's what it gives us the ability to do if it's done thoughtfully. Beautiful. Beautiful. Brielle, I am so happy we finally got to have this conversation. I we're so aligned with how we think on this. And that's not always a good thing for the podcast because <laughs> sometimes I like to have like different points of view, but it's also good for people to just hear hear this from other people because yeah. it's not, it's not. I mean, it's available to everyone. It's available. It's not just available to the Oprah's of the world. It's available to everyone. And everyone should be following Brielle everywhere. You know, just find when you're, when the time is right to jump in and book a call with her, do it. It doesn't hurt to have that conversation. Thank you for that. And you know, that's, I loved when you started out and you said, sometimes we think PR and publicity is just for Oprah. And it's no longer like that. You know, when I was growing up, like it was like Nike and Coca-Cola and all of that. Well, the world is a very different place now. And it's no longer like once I reach level X, Y, and Z, then I'm capable of pursuing publicity. Think about pursuing publicity based on your unique credibility and your unique story, and then using those publicity pieces as a tool to get to that level where you really want to be. Awesome. Brielle, thank you so much for being here today. This was so good. Everybody follow Brielle and yeah, you know, I'm a fan. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Well, I hope you loved Brielle as much as I love Brielle. I I feel like this conversation could have gone on for two more hours and she's just so brilliant. So make sure that you are checking the show notes and that you're finding the links to all of Brielle's stuff. Follow her everywhere. Make sure that you take a screenshot of the show if you've got any any good takeaways from it. I would love for you to share that on your social media. It helps me. It helps Brielle. It helps us get more visibility. And in turn, we'll share it with our audiences and get you more visibility, assuming we see it. So tag us or use the hashtag goodgirlsgetrich so that we can be sure to see your stuff. And then we will get your back, right? But like you have our back and make sure that we share it with our audiences. We have so many great shows planned for you coming up. Make sure you're following this show wherever you're listening to podcasts, whatever. We're in all the major podcast players. In the notes, there's a link for SpeakPipe. So if you have anything you want to tell me about this show, maybe you have a guest you want to suggest or a topic you'd love to hear me talk about or just a review, just go on over to karenyankovich.com slash 229. You'll see the show notes for this episode. You'll see the link for SpeakPipe and you can leave us a message. And I respond to every single one of those personally. I love getting SpeakPipe messages messages. Remember here that a rising tide lifts all boats, right? I do this show to support you. We've got so many great shows coming up for you. I have a free training course. If you haven't checked that out yet, go to karenyankovich.com slash masterclass. It was updated recently. So if you've watched it before, watch it again. We've just recently updated it. karenyankovich.com slash masterclass. And 
you know, help me help you share this episode wherever you're, wherever you like to share content on social, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, tag me and let me know that you're sharing it so that I can see it and share it with my audience. All right. That's how we both get more visibility. And that's how you and I can start to build an actual relationship, right? That's how I can get to know more about the people that listen. And it's not just a one way me talking at you, right? I get to see who, who our listeners are and what they're loved about the show. And especially if you share it on LinkedIn, I get to know a little bit about you, right? So that would be great if you do that. Again, we've got some great shows coming up. So listen in and I will see you back here next week with another great episode. 